to the latest edition of Black Coffee with Little Sugar. Um, this is Stan. And Jason. And Yvette. Hey guys, welcome to be back. We're happy to be back. Um, we want to spend a little bit of time. Um, got it off of the political season, the election season. Um, and we kind of want to shift gears a little bit and talk about some other things. We happen to have something big coming up that we're all going to watch. We're going to watch the Super Bowl, I'm sure. Um, but in the meantime, I would not be a UNC Chapel Hill person if I oh, didn't bring dear. up. <laughs> I didn't bring up that. Yeah, we got the Super Bowl, but we also have a Carolina Duke game tomorrow. And we're gonna yeah. Play, um, you know what tonight? <laughs> you know, but they're so down this year. It's like, why you got to pick on them when they're down? I mean, come on. We were down last year and nobody had any kind of empathy for us. So you just wait. Up, down, don't matter. We hate Duke. Straight <laughs> up. All of our hearts. Yep. <laughs> all of our hearts. So we had to do that. And next time, hopefully we're still smiling. Because to be honest with you, we don't know what the hell is going to happen. Next <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still mad at y'all for giving us that quarterback, man. You know, you, you know, I remember sitting there with you and be like, oh, look at UNC. Look at that quarterback, Trubisky. He's got a, he's got a cannon. He's going to be great. And the Bears got him, and he just. I hate, yeah. I hate to break the news to you, but we have a real good one coming out next yeah, year that you might want. Because because you know what you said it you said that then we sitting there at the bar and you're like oh look at him and I'm like no we don't don't do that you need to jinx this, it this one's even Check better. Oh my God, guys! Uh, so this, we, we could have had Patrick Mahomes. We could have had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, now that was that was dumb on your part. I'm not defending him. <laughs> yeah, like that's your fault. Okay, so back to the super, back to the Super Bowl, back to the guy that, that I could have had. I mean, our 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 podcast is Black Coffee with a Little Sugar. Did y'all discriminate against Patrick Mahomes because oh. y'all wanted to watch him back instead? Man, we going early. Hey, 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 no, we're not San Francisco. We're Chicago. Yo, we, we, we're, so just get it right. Get it. Don't get it twisted. We aren't we aren't Tampa Bay. We're Chicago. Hey, hey, go Bucks, go. Okay, this is gonna be fun. Okay, So we got the Super Bowl. We are gonna talk. We're gonna kick this off with some fun. If we already we're already having fun, but we're gonna talk about halftime shows. Cause some of you people that are listening, I don't know anything about sports, but y'all do know about music. So we wanna you know, we got a halftime show, we got the weekend, who I think we all are okay with. I mean, we're I mean, we're kind of excited, but we hope he brings some people with him. I mean, I wasn't jumping up and down about the weekend. I mean, I know he's like a relatively new guy. I mean, he'll have some songs, I guess. And nobody's <laughs> nobody's that excited. Like, I mean, we're 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 kind of standoffish. Like, maybe, right? What do you think, Jason? Yeah, you know, I mean, we were just we were talking a little bit, like how many songs? Like, I can't I can't off the top of my head figure out how many songs it is I'm gonna know. So you got like what 15 minutes total? Like, could he just play all three songs that that everybody knows and be done? Versus some of these other ones that like last year they had like 15 different songs they had to do like two seconds of with those two <laughs> amazing women last year who who just who just yeah, showed everybody it. up and like been like be be as old as I am as look as good as me. That's all. That's all Lilo did. Just go away. I don't want to be his publicist because I'm not, I'm not trying to help him, his promoter, but I do know, cause I've got some teenage kids that the weekend has a lot of hip hop songs that he won't be able to play tomorrow. Uh, like, okay. So that's the problem. I'm like, where are the dance tunes at? He's because got, all I know are the ballads. He's got some top 40 stuff, but he's got a bunch of hip hop songs that 
they would be unrecognizable because there's so much profanity in them and he probably won't be able to play this song. So that's your I mean, little lesson on the weekend. But he's Canadian. I don't know, man. I, Canadian, eh, I don't know. <laughs> he's, got, he's got some good stuff. But um, we are, but you know, let's let's talk about some all time favorites. Like this might get people thinking about you know the past. Like who oh who who, who do you who's your favorite? My favorite is Prince. Oh my God, he put his Come little on. head wrap on and was playing in the rain. Oh my Why God, do we have so to awesome. do that? Why do you have to do that? Like I love Prince, but like that's all I need is all the Minnesotans. Hey, hey. Amen to that. That was that was a that show was banging. I loved every bit of it. And I think like my second top one would be Bruno Mars. He danced his behind off. It was phenomenal. Everything about it, I love the energy, everything. He was so good they brought him back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So good they brought him back for for twice. Well, you know, I think they brought Justin Timberlake back twice too, right? That's because his first one, you know, that was that was that was a ratings that was the ratings king there when you when you get that, you know. Well, I had that, that, that was Janet Jackson that was the headliner for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but he but he stole the show as long along with a bra. I mean, let's just be honest about it. <laughs> You know, I ain't, I, ain't mad. I, I ain't mad at him, man. I, I'm I, 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 I understand, but you know what? Stan's right. Like I love Prince, but coming to Minnesota from not being a Minnesotan, it is a little bit like, dude, you you, you get it's overkill at points. So you're like, you can't even talk. You can't say the name without people like genuflecting, which is cool because <laughs> he's amazing. But it is it is interesting not being a, a native Minnesotan and, and bringing him up. But I'm I go back through the years, and you know, it has really become. Not the not the headliner, but the, who the headliner brings with them. Many times, you know, Lady Gaga did ba- basically her own thing. But you got folks, you got the good ones, and then you got some of the bad ones. Like you know, and even try to beef up the bad ones. You get Coldplay out there, but they, then they bring out Beyonce and Bruno Mars. So it's like, do you balance it out? Does that become a good one because they brought in somebody to save it? Coldplay. You know, some of that was and, no saving. I don't mean no harm. So what really helped me on the Maroon Five and the Coldplay one? It is a Super Bowl, and you're supposed to eat and drink. And so by the time the halftime show came, I was okay with anything. <laughs> I was okay because, because I, I, come on, man. You can't come up with somebody other than Maroon 5 and Coldplay on all the people in the world? Come on, man. Man, there are some diehard fans, but it, it just was not, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. It really didn't do it for me. So it's funny, full disclosure, that's the way I, I experienced that first uh, JT and Janet one. Thank goodness for VHS tapes back in the day, because we had re- we had recorded it while we were out at the bar. So we'd go back and see it because because we, we we knew nothing of the of the whole thing because we were we were too busy uh, enjoying the revelry of, <laughs> of friends. Any yeah, halftime it, shows good when you drink enough, right, Jason? Exactly. Oh I mean, you got the spirits in you. You're good. And we ain't talking to Holy Spirit. Right now, when it's brother justice and it comes from a, a blessed still, it's holy to me. So there's a shout out to our friend Phil. Who, I love it. <laughs> shout out. We kicked it off. It opened. And, um, there you go. We christened it. Yes. There you go. Oh my goodness. I, I keep going back. I keep going back through and uh, you're right. I mean, there's just some folks that, uh, why, why, but you know, and then there's, it's, it's it's gotten to be great now though when they do the the individual segments, but over the years you you brought some people out that probably probably didn't need to be there. 
So I wouldn't be me if I mean I have an opportunity to bring up my favorite artist of all time, who of everybody all knows time. of oh all time, God. and that would be Miss Whitney Houston, mm. and she had the best national anthem of all time ever. Nobody touches it. Nobody. It, you might as well not even open your mouth if you're going to sing the national anthem. As a matter of fact, they just need to just play the recording for everything because right? mm-hmm. that's what I think. You just can't touch it. And I've heard people try to try to justify it by it was it was enhanced by the times we were living in because that was the post nine eleven. No, it's nah. just it's just Whitney. You just that no was one raw Whitney right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, you everybody else can can try and, and be okay, but no one's ever touching that. It's like she brought us to church with the national anthem. I've never ever felt anything like that before. It was a whole emotional, spiritual experience. I mean, it gives me chill bumps just to think about it right now because it was just beyond excellent. You know, at a time when everybody's judging everybody's patriotism, I mean, I can say, and other people admit, the national anthem isn't like the best song. Like, you don't want to just, okay, I can't wait to kick it with the national anthem. Right. We don't want to do that. No. But I remember when when she did the recording, it was on the top 40 list of songs. Billboard, that is unreal because the song is not that great. <laughs> well, no, and, and, I, and, and, and there are remember, portions of it that aren't that great. Yes. I remember the controversies true. a couple of years ago, you know, between that and the flag and there's all the controversies about where that was all born in. But I don't care who you are. you When she sings it, you're OK with it. Amen to that. Amen, Amen to, that. to that. So we're gonna um we are gonna keep the Super Bowl theme, but we're gonna try to go Bucks. Oh, did I say that? Out loud? Yeah, you know what? You should. You 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 guys Tampa, are in the Super Bowl. Tampa, Tampa. <laughs> do, y'all, do y'all? I mean, they got enough walkers down there. They lend one to Brady, so hey. you don't. Keeping it real, man. I, I'm li- I live I live in Minnesota, and it's zero degrees and. I'm all about Tampa right now, so I, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> but but we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, politics and sports and this is the Super Bowl. And, you know, I think we have a lot of people that that are fighting for what they believe in right now. And, you know, this isn't nothing. This isn't anything new. It seems like it's new because there's so many people that are so passionate and fighting over everything right now. But, you know, tell that to Jim Brown. Hmm. Tell that to Muhammad Ali and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They were fighting for stuff Jesse a Owen. long time ago. Jesse Owens. The list Wilma Rudolph. On and on and on. Yeah. And so, you know, you want to you talk a little bit about um, Kaepernick and you want to talk well, about Tom Brady? <laughs> well, here's, here's what's funny. You know, you, you say that and then everybody's okay with it now because it's, it, it's towards the end of the year. But I remember the start of this season. I remember how many folks were hating on the NFL because the NFL came out strong about changing how things go in this world. And that was a positive for many of us. But I remember the, all the backlash. Everyone's going to hate it. Gonna, no one's going to watch. And guess what happened? The NFL's back and people are going to watch and they're doing, they're doing it right. But I think, you know, it was, it was a moment when we have to, are, where are we balancing? What is, what is it? Is it, is it, we want to know who you are and we want you to be an activist or do we want you to shut up and play? Where, where well, is you, that? You know that, um, you know, Jay-Z, do you remember that little story? A lot of people don't remember that story when 
I don't, I don't know if they hired him, but they partnered with him to work on things. Did you, you, you're looking like you don't even remember that event, but Jay Z was, has been, he's been behind the scenes working with the NFL. And, you know, at the beginning when I saw that, I'm like, okay, that's a money grab, but you know, whatever. I mean, if if it helps, it helps. I don't know if it feels different or not during COVID, but they have an opportunity to do some amazing things right now. And let's see what happens. But I think what we want to talk about for a minute, and it's sensitive, is Tom Brady. Because he's been in the news this week. He's been in the news a little this week. I mean, of course, all the athletes are in the news, but he's been in the news for, for his political beliefs and the people he, the person he supports. Um, he, he is a, a Trump friend, and I don't know how much of a supporter he is, but he is, and, and I think we want to kind of talk about that. It's just so oh, hard. Don't we? Don't we want yes, to talk about we that? Yes, we do. You know, but you know, when you start to think about it, it's just, you know, you I straddle the fence. I'm like, do do I do I really care about it? Do I want to know? Do I want people to know about who I support? I mean, it's it's just really hard for me because I was like, you know, I, we were, I was brought up in a time where people didn't talk about their politics, their, their political affiliate affiliation, and we could still be neighbors and we could still be friends. There are people who I went to school with and, you know, I wouldn't have known who they voted for and, but that didn't make them not be good people, um, in my eyes. So, you know, that's why it's, you know, a little bit hard for me to, to really say, you know, whether I have um, really strong feelings about it or not. You know what I mean? What, 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 what do you mean, though? Like, and I'm going to let you go, Jason. I just got to say, like, so those, those times where, I mean, I don't want to be oversimplified, but, like, if you were Black, you were working for a Democrat. You were voting for Democrats. I mean, there were a few that didn't, but there pretty much. There were a few much. that didn't, but you really didn't know, though, right? Very few. I mean, yeah. But even if it was very few, you still didn't know. It's like you, you could walk across the street and and not know. And I think that we have become this people that you got to know everything about me, every little blasted thing about me. And I just don't know if I agree with that. I believe that it's okay for me to keep some things to myself. So where does know. this where does this line go though? You know, we get we Stan alluded to it. We got Kaepernick who gets who gets thrown out of the league because he uh, expressed his views cl- clearly and directly. And as a, and again, I, I joked about it at the beginning, but I'd have taken him over over the quarterbacks we had in Chicago this year. But so, look, did he so, get thrown out of the league, or or just nobody would pick him up? Because that's, that's the same it. thing. That's the same thing. Same thing. He, yeah. he ain't getting a paycheck. Yeah. He ain't the making. Owners agreed. They, oh, okay. they, they colluded against him. I mean, no, no one will take him back. I mean, and, and you got, you know, here in Minnesota, how much do they pay 8 million, whatever a year for a guy who, you know, they, they pay, they're paying guys millions of dollars to sit on the bench. And here's a guy that all he did was point out year, uh, years ago now to what everyone in this country started talking about after George Floyd is murdered. You know, I mean, it's it's every white person, I should say, you know, make clear about that. So why is that different? Why do we say is that, like I said, is that shut up and play? Is that idea of how we go through that? You know, I think we got to go with part of this also with Brady is 
you've got Brady who's got a history. Brady's got, you know, he's got uh, the, the baby through the, 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 the uh, through another woman. He's got history of doing that stuff. He's been accused of cheating multiple times now. I mean, the, between deflate gate and the, uh, the other one he's, I mean, but he, he's Tom Brady. He's still put out on a pedestal. What would happen if he was, if it was Kaepernick that was accused of all that stuff? So I don't want to be on this podcast and forced to defend Tom Brady. That's, I don't want to play that role, but I think I might have to because here's the deal. One, you know, I'm one of these people, yeah, I do care. I mean, you do care about the athletes and what they say, but I, I, I'm way more interested in, in their talent and in, in the game, and I don't have high expectations sometimes for them. I, I, I'm not that naive to think these athletes are going to be all that. And so, but Brady, what I'll say about him is at least he's been quiet and not in your face, and he's had, he's been, he's always kind of gracious, and clearly, clearly he's a good teammate, because if he wasn't, the brothers would be saying stuff, they'd be saying stuff about him, and so I feel like I'm going on a defense, and I don't want to have to, because I don't like his brand of politics at all, and it makes me hesitate, but, but I will say this, if a guy like him that seems to be relatively approachable. He's not abrasive about his politics. We don't agree on politics. But if if we can't like figure out how to get along with a dude like that, I mean, we are really in trouble as a society because we got a bunch of crazy people that we can't have conversations with at all. If we can't have conversations with a guy like Brady, we're kind of screwed. But then, too, you know what? Um, There are people on the other side of the fence, too, who are just as abrasive. And, you know, we might agree with their politics. And, you know, and they're going out there trying to force it down people's throats, too. So, you know, we could, (laughs) you know, I'll say it, too. We could probably learn a whole lot from, from Mr. Brady. We don't have to be out there just pounding, 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 pounding. Now you can show a little it, grace too. Hey. Now you take it for like, like he might yeah. be like Mr. Pillow. We got yeah, yeah. Oh, don't my pillow guy. Let's not talk about my pillow guy. You know, like no. But you know what? I agree. I, I do hear you. But I think this is this goes to a deeper question, and we've talked about it before. White folks are really quick and easy to throw folks away. I mean, we've been doing it to people of color for years. We do it to our own folks. But is it is there something different with with people of color and black folks in particular when it comes to Given some second chances to folks who maybe yeah, other people are ready to throw a second chance, a third chance, a fiftieth chance because a, we ain't throwing 16, nobody else. A sixteenth chance if you're Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger, we're not throwing. We're not throwing OJ. away. People throw us away every day. We're not gonna do that. We are more a, a community type based people. We we're just not gonna do it. I mean, it's got to be really, really horrible. Okay, Bill Cosby. You away. Bill Cosby. Think, you throwing him away? No. Okay, are we going down the list now? We're gonna have well, some just, fun. Just, we ain't just, throwing we're... Bill away. Uh-oh. He might be. We. I ain't throwing him away. Nope, I hate that, what like, he did, but I am gonna. I'm not gonna throw away his body of work. No. So, I mean, I don't know. I think. I think the problem with him is that we, growing up, black people, didn't have anything on TV. And now Nothing. all of a sudden we got him being a doctor, a doctor and a daddy and 
that's all we had. We had it 30 minutes. And like, we don't want to let that go. We don't want to let it go. And I know what he did was wrong. Was wrong. But we don't want to let it go. OJ is, is even worse, in my opinion, because we know he probably did something wrong. Well, come you, on. We did, you probably... say, did you hear me say probably? Because I, I did. You, you still give dudes. a qualifier. I, I, was, I was one of those black people that I'm going to be real. I was cheering. Yeah, we cheered. I was oh, cheering. Yeah. Uh, the glove did not fit, so he had to be a quit. I mean, so uh, I hear you, but it, it, my problem is, is that, and, and it's and it's weird because, like, even now, somebody says, you know, somebody gets accused of something. Johnny Depp, Depp got accused of being a bad husband, and they 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 pulled all his contracts, and then they then it turned around. And it looked like it wasn't real, so then they tried to pull her contracts. I read something about another guy who they think he might have talked about being a cannibal or something, and now he's get losing everything. White folks, we're it's easy. You you act a fool, you're out. But you're more about- individual. I mean, you basically I got mine, you got yours to get, and you know, and let's face it, other other communities will basically try to lend a helping hand sometimes more than others when you don't when you don't have anything when you grow up poor let, let me go back when you slavery yeah. and you got generational poverty and you don't have anything you're slower to get rid of people out of your life because you don't have anything and like i think tiger woods is a really good example like we want him so badly to be with us we want him. I mean, we yeah. want to have the best golfer. We want him to be a great philanthropist. We want all that, and he don't want us. And that kind of girls. Yeah, and we and that hurts. And we yeah. still haven't thrown him away. I promise you, me and my friends who love to watch golf, I only like golf when he's playing. And I want. I don't want that to be the case, but I can't help it. I but can't. You know, help same it. could be I'm said about it. Mariah Carey. What about her? Mariah, I never even Mariah, thought about throwing her away. No, not about throwing her away, but just, you know, just her whole identity. I mean, she wanted to be pop, right? Instead yeah. of soul. Yeah, but what, she... What, but, uh, what about R. Kelly then? Yeah, <laughs> let, let's, let's talk about people uh, who are... She's a diva. R let's R talk about Kelly, people who are wrong. Hey, you know what, R. Kelly, I can't, I can't defend him, but oh my God, his 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 the just his musical ability i it hurts doesn't it I, it hurts because I got a whole bunch of music when i, can't I think listen to about anymore. when i think about the gifts that he was given the things that he could have done and he chose to do the things that he did that hurts that really really hurts because you know you think about those songs i believe i can fly and some of those other ones that we party to and it's just like r kelly out of all the things that you could be doing and you chose to hurt people we're done with him though like i i, I have thrown him yeah, away we're done for sure but it took, it took a, a long time though that took it a lot took kanye a long time. Yeah. kanye kanye yeah, because kanye. like r kelly Wait, i can't down. even listen to his music Okay. That's a hard one, man, because like I love some of his songs. I think that Kanye Kanye is a little bit misled. He might be a little bit confused, but he's genius. I mean what he's done what he's done in the gospel music space, dude, I can't I can't throw Kanye away. Kanye um, away. We can I feel you. like okay. Jesus is still working on Kanye. I don't Just know. like he's still working on me. 
we can continue to listen to Kanye, but we can't listen to R. Kelly. How about that? That's that. I'm that Kanye that. went out there sleeping with under underage girls, though. R. R. Kelly, yeah. We, I mean, but uh, yeah, we threw him away. Okay, so Michael Jackson, you throw him away. Let's talk about sleeping with underage people. Uh, you don't know if he did Ooh. it or not. Everybody, you leave Mike alone. You know what? I, I I know we have revisionist history, but there was a minute where we all were concerned about some stuff. When he had Saying. those giraffes and all that stuff in his yard, and, and monkeys, and, and I'm not saying, you know, no one, and, no one, you're right, no one has proved anything, but there was a lot of smoke. But there was that, a lot I, of smoke. I ain't throw Mike away. Mike is all right. Mike so has you, some problems. He has some challenges. I just don't, I don't believe it. You're acting like, come on, that 2020 special, we I don't were believe all it. like stressed out about that 2020 special. And and I remember that the only, that what saved him is when he died. Because it mm-hmm. erased it in our minds. We were able to kind of erase that. And and thank God, not that he died, but that we could erase it. I mean, because but I'm telling you, it was messed up. Tiger does it by going out and, and dating just white women and trying to be white and trying to act white. Michael actually took chemicals to change his skin. He had surgery. I mean, that the level of self-hate is... It's a whole be, lot of people that have say, but surgery. We're, but to- we're talking about Michael right now. Yeah, we're just talking about, I'm just, and again, I'm not. Y'all better leave Mike alone. I can't help. I still, I still love listening to it. I'm not, I'm I'm as guilty as anybody else. I still, if it comes on, I'm going to listen to it. Mike had other problems. We didn't throw him away. We didn't throw him away. So let's go to somebody else. But what about, um, this one hurts. This one hurts. What about Stacey Dad? She's been in the (laughs) trash can. Uh -uh. No, 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 no. Stacey gone. Gone. He is gone. And yeah. that is a waste. That's a waste. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 the only single person on this podcast. <laughs> and she's I don't know if she's on the market, but like, yeah, I've thrown her away. I got no shot with her. She's oh, she's terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Then how about Candace Owens? Don't oh that make that made my stomach roll. Candace Owens? Mm-mm. Yeah, I I can't. Mm-mm, nope, nope, nope. She out. Bye bye. I haven't. I haven't talking I about we in the her. swamp too, and that we that we don't have no. Oh, it's just like we don't have any sense about things at all, as far as Candace Owens is concerned. And you know, she she kind of faded to black when she didn't get invited to the RNC. Imagine that. But don't you think it's there's a difference between throwing somebody somebody away versus. Like every time I listen to her, which I don't often, my blood pressure just just boils, and I just oh, I just she just gets on my nerves. But I don't think of her the way I think of Clarence Thomas. I've thrown that away. Hey! Oh, hey! 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 That'll get it out. That's I mean, gonna I, I, get bleeped out. Yeah, I can't believe, <laughs> man. I, I thought he was saving that, gonna save that for either man. Ben Carson or Herman Cain. But man, he, he mean, dropped it on Clarence. Come on. <laughs> and it just came out naturally. That's the problem. It was just more yeah. easy to say. Man, uh, no one's arguing he's with earned, you, but that he's was earned yeah. it over decades of he's not caring it. about us at all. He's earned it, right? He definitely earned it. I can't. But I'm like, yo, <laughs> ease us in. Let us know how you really feel. Why don't but we are more forgiving. We're, we're very forgiving people. And I think we've had to be that way to survive where we are. And, you know, it gets old. It gets old because 
we shouldn't have to be that way. You know, I think, I mean, when you think about being forgive, you know, when you forgive people, it's a good thing, but we shouldn't have to be so different than white people that, you know what, we're trying to hold on to these people maybe because we don't have anything else. We're not doing it from abundance. I, I do I do believe that. I think that there are times when um, Black people are out there in culture and, I mean, the most heinous of things could happen to them in their, uh, I know this is probably a story for another day, that we just automatically talking about, I forgive you, and I believe that's a lie. Um, we need to take more time to, to really tell the truth about how we feel instead of um, kind of I won't say falling back in scripture because I do believe what scripture um, says about being forgiving, but that is a process. You know, you're not going to just take from me and I automatically say, I forgive you. I believe that's a lie, but you know, I don't, I'm not going to dwell on that. So I'm going to transition because there's one of us on this podcast that did you major in African, African American studies or was it a minor or what was it? I minored in African-American studies at the at Western Illinois University in Macomb, Illinois. So in the middle of a cornfield, as a kid, a white kid from the suburbs, I went out to learn about black culture. Now, just picture that in a minute for a second. Now, thankfully, it was not white professors teaching us about African-American studies. They actually did have black folks teaching it, but yes. And so you're the perfect person to, to, to kick us off about Black History Month. Perfect. <laughs> sugar right so, so, that, so that sentence right there says everything you need to know about what's wrong with having to have black history month right there that's it right there because again as i was saying before we growing up i remember the conversations about why the hell you need a month why the hell they got it where's white history month where's this history where's irish history month where's polish history month what the hell knowing now what i did not know then but then having to laugh about the fact that, yeah, we, we gave you all February. Have have fun with that. Short and cold. Enjoy that. I mean. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to get hate mail, but I don't care. I'm a black guy. I'm going to get hate mail. I, I, I want to tell you guys a little secret. And anybody close to me knows I'm not that impressed with black history. Month. I believe that we should know black history and culture. But black history month is a <laughs> joke, in my opinion. And like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, that's two, that's and, two for and, the episode. And, 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 I, and I believe that we should be celebrated throughout the year and not the shortest month of the year. The shortest, coldest month of the year should not be our month. And and that's what I got to say about that. Okay, that, well, you know, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree with my brothers who I love so much. Other part of black coffee and sugar, even though you got all the schooling about African-American studies, I'm going to disagree with you, too. I think it's about awareness. We've come a long way since, you know, its inception where it was just a week during a time when people still didn't believe that we were human beings. But, you know, I felt like it took a lot of courage to even broach the subject to 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 basically celebrate black excellence. So, no, I don't think it's a joke. Uh, Do I believe in black history every day? Absolutely. Black history, 365, all day long. Um, There's excellence if you look for it. And um, and I do feel like people need to be aware. So if it's awareness in the shortest month of the year, so be it. I'll take it. Learn about us. Know what we do. Learn about our contributions, no matter what. 
you know, I, I just full disclosure, I just want to put for the record, I did not say it was a joke. So don't be putting me in that bucket. <laughs> I'll put you in there Cause, too, cause, Sugar. Because because Sugar's gonna get they they will throw me out. Okay? You, you, might, was, you might you might keep OJ, it. but you'll throw me out. So just, I said just, it was a damn joke. Yeah. No, that ain't no, what you said. You said. dropped an F bomb. Okay. But, but what I but what I do say and what I do get it. it what is interesting to me, again, seeing it from a different lens, the older I get, is the fact that how folks are using this to make themselves feel better for this 28 days. For 28 days, they can make themselves feel like they are woke or they are changing the world or they are doing something that's that's better than it is. And they're forgetting about it the other 11 months. And so whether it's corporate America, whether it's radio stations, I've heard it on I heart radio talking about all the things they're doing for Black History Month. I've heard it on NPR. I mean, I I, I was getting crap because I listened to classical during work time to keep my mind going. And they're they figured out that they want to now talk about black artists when again, now if it's if it's the start of something, sure. But if all you're gonna do is make yourself feel better for 28 days and then go back to who you were before, then that is a joke. So so for all the people that want to come after me, which is fine, I just want to be clear. I think that if this is the moment in time that people need to to start embedding our culture, everything about us in their lives, in their work, in their family, that this is the month you need to start that, more power to you, do it. But next year, you shouldn't have to worry about Black History Month because you would have been doing the rest of the months. That's what I'm trying to say. And like, if you need and what the only thing worse than Black History Month, in my opinion, and Jason knows what's coming, is African American Involvement Day. OMG. Parent. So when I was parent involvement day. Yeah. Parent involvement. When I was working in the school district and my department needed to kind of do communications and marketing for that day, man, I hated that so much. Because basically, yeah, it's awareness campaign, but you give us one day in February where the black families need to come out and support their kids and engage their teachers. And it's just embarrassing. Like, really? There's a day? It should be every day. We should be welcoming that damn building every day. and not Every day. So I used to boycott that day. That's the day that I never would step foot in the school because that's a joke. Well, they had to have time it's to more change than up. a joke. It's a slap in the face. Like we're not parents. Like we're, we, we don't care about our kids. So it's not even a joke. It's insulting. Yeah. Well, they needed the other 364 days to change out all the artwork and make sure on that day, at least it all looked like this was a multicultural building, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, starting from the name and going all the way through. I mean, and, and again, well-intentioned folks, don't get me wrong. I mean, people are trying, people are trying, but when, when the biggest thing you have is a concert, and you and you trounce out all the kids up into the, the stands to sing songs and you're singing this little light of mine or someone's reciting I have a dream speech or you're singing the song Abraham, Martin and John. And, what and go is ahead. that? Oh, yeah. Uh, y'all got to y'all got to go. That would be the worst song in the history of all time. Right. Y'all got to. Yeah. Just straight. Just straight. Google it. Cause I can't even, you know, have you seen my old friend Abraham? I mean, just a whole thing going on. Oh my God. Say Jason. No, Get no. It, I probably the sing it better than they do. song of all time uh, is that song. And, 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 you know, sitting there and, and in a school that, that is, that is still mostly white 
and having a bunch of folks being like, yeah, see how great we are. We're singing this song. We're talking about the struggle. We're talking about all this. When again, knowing that after this day, after this month, we go back to just the same old, same old. And that to me is where the problem is. And, and like I said, and, and sorry, Sarah, I know you love the song, but this one we're going to disagree about because that thing is just junk. I can't even. So that's the best. We're going to let you have the last word because that's awesome. That's a wrap. This has been enjoyable. Um, we thank you for listening to Black Coffee with a Little Sugar. And um, until next time, you guys have a great Super Bowl weekend. Google the song so you can feel our pain. Take care, all. <laughs> Go Bucks. Anybody here see my old friend Abraham? Can you tell me where he's gone?